0: This is our yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, all the ships at sea, lovers, muggers, Steve's all of you out there, welcome to the Boston Podcast. It is a production of pod617.com. We produce this podcast right out of our studios here in Westwood, Massachusetts, and it's the podcast that tells the stories of our city. Through the voices of our city We have a couple great guests today that I'm going to tell you about They're going to revolutionize cooking and eating And who doesn't like cooking and eating? Well, you know what? I guess not everybody loves cooking But I don't know anyone who doesn't love eating And so you guys didn't bring samples, I noticed Next time Next time. Next time. I'm going to keep in suspense as to who my guests are while I tell you about our sponsor, the U.S. Postal Service. And by the way, U.S. Postal Service hiring for the holiday season, 18 bucks an hour for seasonal work through January 3rd. Apply at usps.com careers. For further information, you can also email Hiring at usps.gov. With any questions, come join the U.S. Postal Service. Make some extra scratch for the holiday season, you know? Ho, 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 and some extra cash. Sounds good to me. And with that cash, maybe you can buy some of the products. that will soon be available on Cook You, which is a new product I'm going to tell you about that is soon to be launched by my guests, Mona Dolgov. I already mispronounced your name. Dolgov? Yeah. Dol, Dolgov. Dolgov. Dolgov, Dolgov. Yeah. Mona Dolgov. <laughs> and Jill Gordon, they're both in the house. Thanks for joining me. How you guys doing?
1: We're great. You're doing
0: great. All right. First of all, there's a, a, a small problem, and that is that when, um, people, oh, when guests look down at their notes during a podcast, the alarm goes off, and we have to have you ushered out of the studio. Well, I'll give you a break. It's your first time here, first time on the show. So here's the thing. Dave,
1: you're making me nervous.
0: <laughs> <laughs> then maybe I'm doing something right. Um, so Jill is uh, someone who I've known since we were about 12. I was 12 when I met you. Do you remember Jill? I, I remember my Pull first. the mic closer so they can hear all oh, of, all, all your good stuff. all of our secrets. Yes. Yes, uh, D- David
1: and I go way 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 back. Um, days at summer camp.
0: Right. Overnight <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: summer camp.
2: Tell me more. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, well that's very apropos. Good call. Good call on the on the on the Grease reference, bone Um but yeah, we knew each other we met in 1981, Jill, and that's we went to summer camp together and we went to the dance together like when we were 13 years old. We yeah. did, yes. we
1: did, so uh, a long, awesome history.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, Mona, I haven't known for that long, but Jill, well, first of all, Jill, Jill's a registered dietitian. These people are both like awesome foodies and nutritionists. Mona is a nutritionist and a culinary expert. She also wrote a book. How many people can you say wrote a book with Potsy? You wrote a, a book with Potsy. I with did. With the great Anson Williams. Yes. And it was called uh, The Perfect Portion Cookbook, and uh, Mona. So is. Yes, and we have a copy here in the studio, I'm very proud to say. Um, so uh, now you got this thing. It's called Cook You. So tell me, so maybe Jill, maybe we'll start with you because rumor has it your lovely and energetic and vivacious daughter, Sydney, maybe came up with the idea for this thing. So tell me more about that.
1: Well, yeah, I have to say it, it kind of started with my daughter, Sydney. So, you know, my daughter, Sydney, a little background, she's a junior at the University of Michigan. And go so, blue. yeah, go blue. Go blue. Yeah. Love it. So, this summer, she came up to me and said, Mom, my God, I'm living in an apartment. How am I going to cook? Right. How, am, like, seriously, like, yep. think about this. You know, our kids have grown up and, you know, they go to school. We provide meals for them. Then they go to college and they're on a meal plan. And now she's looking at herself entering into her first apartment. Right. And she says, How am I going to cook? What am I going to buy? How am I going to food shop? I want to be healthy. What do I do? And so, uh, like as a registered dietitian and a person who cares about health and wellness in general, it's what I do.
0: Well, first she went to her father, and father said, "Mac and cheese, Chef Boyard, <laughs> Chef R D <Boyard, laughs> and there's a hoagie truck down the way." Don't worry about it, Sydney, yeah, You're all set, right? Easiest
1: pie. Yeah. So, cheese
0: fries and chicken wings. That's what I ate and called
1: exactly. And that's when I'm like, Dad, you know, uh, yeah. Dad, get out of the picture. Um, don't listen to him. So. I, you know, I automatically, it just hit a nerve. Like it was so clear, like, oh my God, this is something I have to do. I have to help her teach her how to cook. So I immediately, the first person I thought of was Mona (laughs) because Mona, Mona and I have met through a couple of other business ventures and we both have a passion for health and wellness and cooking and culinary and nutrition and making people healthy. and But Mona's real specialty truly um, is a, a culinary expert and a cookbook author, as you heard. And I said, Mona, you got to come over. you got to help Sydney na- learn how to cook. And so what started from that, Dave, was mm-hmm. Mona said, why don't we get a bunch of people over? Why That's don't right. we invite Sydney and her friends and some moms? And why don't we do a workshop? And so in my kitchen, um, we created... We're calling Cook You, and it started with a workshop of of right. Sydney and her friends. We created a guide, and the parents and the kids were so excited and so like enthralled with just and in, in, in empowered by the information that they got and just feeling they could be, Sydney just felt so much more so confident. So you got a bunch
0: of college-bound college, uh, college bound kids, Sydney and her uh, Actually, college
1: uh, students. College, college students. students. They're, oh, they're, already, they're already in college. Yeah, okay, they're is, already, Dave, most of these okay. kids honestly were um, heading into their first apartment, just like Sydney.
0: You get uh, Bunch of kids and I'm picturing fl- a flower flying up in the air and kids knocking over things and it's total chaos. But no, it was a cool learning experience. They dug it and you said we were onto something here.
1: I said okay. we were so, on to something here, but just, you know, I want to just segue a little back for a minute and just a little bit about Mona's background and kind of what, you know, obviously drove me to call Mona, but what she has been doing, and I'll, I'll I'll turn it over to you, Mona, and you can share a little bit about right. how this kind of, you know, came to be and was brought together. Okay. So
0: oh, wait a minute. Whose podcast is it here? This is let me, let me.
1: <laughs> oh, was I taking over your job? Yes.
0: Yes. That, but that's okay. You did a very nice job. That's so my yes, work, Mona, no, we, th- this is where the story progresses. And you called Mona and Mona said, well, I wrote a book with Potsy, and it was a very good book. I'm sorry. I can't have to leave. I can't leave that hanging in the air. What, what is it? What is Anson Williams connection to nutrition and food and all that? Or did you just know?
2: Yes, yes. So um, I've been writing cookbooks for the past five years. Um, I've actually written not just the perfect portion cookbook with Anson, but um, I also wrote about 20 or 30 other cookbooks. Um, I have a business called You Live Right where I write cookbooks for appliance manufacturers, health and wellness companies, retailers, and to try to help them build their businesses but at the same time to try to foster healthier eating because that's my goal in life is to really – eat better. Yeah, just to, like, reduce obesity in this country by just teaching people it's not that hard to cook. It's not that hard to create a simple meal. And it's my mission and to also empower fun. Mm-hmm. So um, so Jill comes to you. So Jill comes to me because. How do we do this? Yeah. So when I write cookbooks, I like to do a lot of market research at my house. So I've created something and people in the Boston area know about it called Mona's Kitchen. And people come to my house and I teach them how to cook, and we have a planned menu and four or five recipes. And it's mostly for um, targeted for women in their 40s and 50s. A lot of them are empty nesters, or the parents of these kids who are in college, who now that their kids are gone, like how do I cook for myself or how do I cook period?
0: And so this is kind of part dinner club, part, cooking class yeah. is that correct right, okay right, right, right. can anybody sign up for this or yeah. it was just oh really yeah, so where, yeah. do, where do we find that on the so web so many heard, ventures but
2: yeah so i kind of posted it up on my facebook page on I mean, my okay. mona dolga facebook page and i usually get a nice crowd of cool. 15 20 people little subjects and stuff like that so when jill called me and told me mona sydney how do i do this and i said let's do a mona's kitchen at jill's house we'll call it you know and we'll figure it out and so I brought all my wares over to Jill's house, and I said, "Invite people, and just don't invite the kids. Invite the parents. Let's get everybody together." And um, for what me, what did in, you cook that night? For that night, yeah. we went very, very elementary. We taught kids how to scramble an egg, nice. how to make an omelet, how to do make a meal in five minutes, like with chick, chicken breast and salsa and a few vegetables. How to make um, a healthier dessert. How to make a smoothie bowl for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, Give so, me an
0: example of a healthy dessert.
2: Um, a healthy dessert. Oh, I have this fabulous recipe. It's uh, my
0: healthy dessert is skip dessert, okay. <laughs> but because I can't because I'm incapable of, of yeah, finding a healthy one. That's right. that's my joke. But right, go ahead. Right.
2: So the healthier dessert that we created, which is was like, is actually going to be in my new cookbook coming out in January called Satisfy. I have to put that plug in. Sure. Um, It's a a fresh trail mix, and it's made out of, instead of all that dried fruit that has all that added sugar, you use fresh berries, and berries are really, really good. They're high in fiber, and um, they have uh, really good antioxidants. They're good for your brain. So instead of using the raisins and the dates and the um, figs and all that good stuff, you use fresh berries, and then you add in coated walnuts with just a little bit of honey, and then you add in what um, a little bit of dark chocolate, a little bit of Ooh, dark, like mini that. chocolate chips, and um, I think we threw in a little bit of coconut too. And kids actually got to—we all created it ourselves. And yeah,
0: you take that and you put it on a huge scoop of vanilla ice cream, right? Isn't yeah. that what we? I, yeah. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. One of the great, one of the great sort of cruelties of life is is, is learning that trail mix isn't necessarily good for you, it, right. It, right. right? Like when you buy it off the shelf. That, that's not good, right? It's got, what, it's got fat, added sugar, and stuff like yeah, that? Yeah, and also
2: yeah. you have to be mindful of the portion of right. how much, so that was another part of our... And a lesson or fun night was to teach kids about Yeah, portion that's control how too. they
0: get you with a lot of these things like 250 calories per portion but the portion, portion is, is like you know, know a, a right. morsel of food right right
2: right, right. and that yeah. is one of my my biggest missions in both the perfect portion cookbook and in the newer cookbook that i'm writing that's going to be available in 2020 is to make these dinners or to make these meals to show wow you can actually have a lot of food If you put the right ingredients in there, like fresh fruits and vegetables or, you know, increase your fiber Mm -hmm. and you don't really need to really eat that much food. So just being mindful. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: You know, I'm just going to add to the the evening, you know, a couple of things that evening that Mm -hmm. were, um, you know, they, they, you know, basically, you know, how to scramble an egg. You know, it sounds basic. But again, some of these kids didn't didn't even know that that basic thing. And Dave, just on a point that you said, I think was interesting, mm-hmm. you know, that people don't realize, like in trail mix, how many calories, I, I am really into the beverages. Oh, yeah. um, And sugar I did a shock. whole sugar shock segment with them because, you know, what are, what are we, not, not just kids, but what are we all drinking today? I mean, whether it's coffee, lattes, Frappuccino, um, sports drinks, energy drinks, you know, soda. Even
0: I know, and I'm not a health nut, although I like to learn from you guys, but even I know that... You, three quarters of the things ordered at Starbucks are just horrible. Like, I mean, yeah. it's just, you you might as well have a piece of cake, right? Exactly. Like, you know, exactly. Yeah. And
1: so we just, you know, we, we showed them. I mean, I literally taped up sugar packets. <laughs> oh, it was
2: awesome. We created almost like a <laughs> jump, jump rope. A yeah. jump a sugar
1: rope. packets. And I, I would ask them, you know, how many sugar packets do you think are in this? Okay. And I would show them like a honest green iced tea. You know, so you think... Even labels like that you think are healthy, right? They're yeah. deceiving. It's tricky marketing. So they're deceiving like an honest iced tea and they were shocked. So some of the stuff, you know, as you said, Dave, the coffee drinks, you know, you may know that you may be aware of soda, but some of them are innocent, you know, it's hidden and in innocent. So just the, in the secondary piece to the culinary part we did We did a lot of education, you know, in terms of like, obviously this beverage segment we did, but we taught them also, Mona shared what we call the Altman rule, yeah, how to read a food label, Mm yeah, you know, how to be more empowered to make a choice because you're looking at labels. Mm -hmm. Right, right.
0: So, yeah, I've heard this because now these juices are all, it's hard to make heads or tails of them because there's everything from like flavored water, which I assume is not as good as just water, but, but. But maybe harmless, and then there are these like green beverage drinks and stuff, and a lot of them purport to have all kinds of vegetables and stuff, and th- it's really just a ton of yeah, a lot of yeah, sugar. A lot of sugar. Percuss- yeah, yeah, a lot of sugar. There yeah.
2: was one beverage that we looked at had sixty-four grams of sugar, which is approximately right. thirteen sugar packets. And nice. so what we did, we actually made <laughs> yeah. a jump rope out of it just mm. to visually show these kids. And the like, whole would point, you ever do, do you, know, that-
1: you know you don't think about it, but when you look at the visual of the sugar packets, would you ever drink something? that you actually were scooping out, you know, 13, 13 or however many of these packets. Mm-hmm. And it's just.
0: No, but as a kid, I enjoyed the fun dip where you yeah, had. Yeah, I did. A kid, I know. You yeah. had, which is basically like five sugar. different packets of <laughs> yeah. different colored sugar, right, with a dipping stick, which you could eat at the end, which was great. Right, right. But, but uh, I wouldn't but go for that now.
2: Yeah, but it's also the added sugar, not the sugar that comes from necessarily fruits and vegetables. It's this added sugar that's just thrown in and. It's just not good for you and it, that's what really is one of the biggest cruxes of obesity in this country today mm-hmm. and, and the other thing you know we did mona remember at
1: um we did pasta you know because kids i know it's a staple right you know a lot of kids you said dave you referenced mac and cheese you know mm-hmm. so you take it a little further and it's like okay pasta it's easy you boil water but we showed them there's different options for pasta. Right. We showcased a whole bunch, you know, black bean pasta, right, right. lentil pasta, chickpea pasta. So we many experimented options. with making them and showing them and, and and testing them out and trying them. And then- um,
0: So do you have to go to Whole Foods to get some of these things or can, are they actually available nope. in most supermarkets? No,
2: most, most um, pastas, especially the new bean pastas are available even at a, at your local stop and shop or Roach Brothers local supermarket. So don't
0: yeah. reach for the Prince spaghetti with the regular, you know, uh, I don't know what you call it, white pasta, uh, Prince spaghetti, but grab the one that says what it'll say. You,
2: you want to grab one that says whole grain. Whole grain you want okay. a great one that has added protein and the bean pastas. What's great about the bean pasta. So a typical bowl of pasta might have like only five to six grams of protein, but if you have a bowl, of bean black bean pasta, you can have up to 21, 22 grams of protein, which is equivalent to eating a piece of chicken. So it's a full meal. It's a balanced meal. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Right. So we, we, we just had a wonderful evening, you know, we showed them like a one pan
1: meal. you right. know, how do you make, how do you keep it simple college students? It's, it's, it's a messy life. It's a busy life. They don't have time, you know, like Mona said, simple under five minutes, one pan, you know, no cook, One pan meals and on a sheet pan, but then you know we we took this we we moved we went on the road road. we went on the road Road (laughs) trip (laughs) we 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 grew we got bigger and we went to Michigan so university so my daughter as I mentioned Dave is you know Mm. as you know as at University of Michigan and I said you know what let's talk to her she said to me you know what mom I think my sorority would love this. You know what a great what a great audience. So we they actually, gotta eat. Yeah, they gotta eat. We, and <laughs> and well, we talked to her. You know, sorority, and they were so excited to have us. And Mona and I went on the road, and we went to Michigan, and we created um, cook you there. Cook you there. We enhanced. You know, and obviously we we enhanced our workshop.
0: Sorry, we're in Michigan. It's held to the oh my list.
1: god, <laughs> right? It's yeah. not
0: up on the screen, so don't look at the screen. It's yeah,
1: I'm like, the, like no, but I'm <laughs> um,
0: yeah. okay. We're in Michigan. I'm like,
1: what is he doing? <laughs> oh, wow. But,
0: I'm producing, Joe. You're producing. Yeah. You're awesome, Dave. So, you. so
1: um, yeah, we had like 30 or 40 girls, uh, you know, at Michigan in the sorority. Um doing you know a similar concept doing food demos and showing them food and and giving them education and we it's created lots of samples to try yeah we had lots of things to try and test out yeah. and
0: well they got to get a full stomach before they break into the pillow fights i yeah. assume that's what happens at sorority but health i syndrome. think no actually that's i'm i'm kidding of course but but um is this was this at Sydney's uh, already in a sorority? Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. So. so she and does she live in the sorority? or not? No. She no so
1: top? it's interesting, you know, so again, when you think of where the kids are coming from, um, you know, there's obviously freshmen in sorority who are on a meal plan um, and they're not exactly cooking for themselves, but they still have to make food decisions on a daily basis. And now and they're, there, you know, again, like Mona said, portions, yes. you know, the dining hall is really challenging because, you know, you can eat all you want. So just becoming grounded. In portion sizes, but then you have the sophomores that are living in the sorority. But what's coming right. for them? They're going to be going to their apartment. Now, do next they have?
0: Year. Do they have a chef uh, like at the that shows up at the sorority house and yeah. cooks stuff for them? Yes, or? we actually so, did
2: talk to the chefs while we were there, okay. and um, yes, they do make food. They're not v- as mindful as nutrition are concerned, and they really just want to make what the girls want. Yeah. And um, one of the things that struck me. At, when we went to Michigan, was um, a young woman who moved from the dorm into the sorority house for the first year, and she said, "You know, when I was in the dorm, a plate was given to me, and I ate that for dinner. Even when I'm home, my mom gives me dinner, and I take it. But now, when I'm at the sorority, I have to make my own plate. Yeah. and that really kind of scared her. Like, I, and I feel like I'm eating too much because I don't know when to stop. I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to control that. So, if to me that struck me and as part of our lesson for the day, we kind of went into that a little bit. The other thing that was important for me and I think important for Jill too, is that we had the kids involved. Like I just don't, we just don't like doing demos where we just kind of show them stuff we want. It's really important to get your hands dirty and to really touch food and feel food. And you know, we were born on this earth with all these fruits and vegetables on the ground to till the land. I don't want to get prophetic, but, um, that's what we're here for. Why not touch food? Why not be with food? Why not engage with food? Because if you engage with it, then you become, you enjoy it and you're less intimidated by it.
0: We yeah. used to have food fights at my fraternity. You know, talk about talk about engaging <laughs> with food. Well, if yeah. you're throwing it, you're not eating as much. Um, but no. Well, you know what I think I was Go ahead, gonna Jill.
1: say, just to add to Mona, what you said is, you know, one of the things, and I know I can speak for Sydney and I'm sure she's representative. I mean, you know, there's a fear, like Mona, you know, there's a fear around cooking. It's intimidating, right? It's scary. It's hard. I'm gonna fail. I'm not gonna do it right. And what Mona, you know, does amazing is just break all those barriers, barriers. down. Like, it doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be fearful. And it can be simple. So, can I ask confidence. a stupid
0: question that I should have asked at the beginning? Cook you sure. is obviously it's a play on Cook University, but that could mean that it doesn't necessarily mean it's only for college students. But, but, but does it? Is that is that is no. that the aim of your project? It could be for anybody, but
2: I think personally, you know, we're on the beginning of this journey. Cook yep. you is for a person, not necessarily even in college, who's starting okay. to launch on their own independently. Okay. So we are going after colleges because when they're juniors and seniors, they're beginning to launch independently and all of them seem to be in one place, but it will, it can graduate.
0: No, it's a great into kids it, okay. in their twenties.
2: It couldn't even graduate. You know, I, I have cooking classes at my house with, 50-year-old women who don't know how to cook yeah. or are afraid of cooking. We're starting at the younger years of you know kids in their 19, 20, 21, and above because they're hung- hungry, pun intended, hungry mm-hmm. for this knowledge. They don't really have any preconceived notions, less fears, and um, we feel we can gather that group together and really create community too. I think one of the other things that Jill and I really want to do is create community, have kids eat together, not, you know, there's a big epidemic right now on college campuses and even in 20s too, where kids are lonely. So why not have this as part of building a community as well and work with universities, different civic clubs and, and make it happen that way?
0: Yeah. I remember, it, it's now occurring to me, eating at college was was weird and probably not healthy at all. Now, I went to school in Philly where there was a cheesesteak truck on every corner. Mm-hmm. So you could get cheesesteak, you get a huge like greasy breakfast sandwich for breakfast if you want. But um, so I remember, I mean, freshman year, you know, lived in the dorms, ate at the food service, or but inevitably ended up eating pizza somewhere late at night, right? Um, and now, you, as you're saying, I think you said that the dining service typically... That there's no limit as to how much you can eat, right? I don't, I seem to remember that was the case. That is, that is, you know, I mean, they encourage you to, you know, eat what you take, right? But, but you can still kind of go up and get oh, seconds absolutely. if you're on the plan, yeah. if you're on the plan, right? right? And then with so- sophomore year, so I moved into the fr- uh, fraternity house and it occurred to me that it, that we were reliant on this chef named Jackson, who was a nice enough guy, but I mean, he pretty much made, you know, hoagies and cheesesteaks every day or, or chicken wings or, or whatever it was. And so I think you're to something here. And then like when we, when I lived off campus, we did actually meet. I had, I had five roommates and we made a habit of having dinner like every Sunday night. At least the tradition lasted probably about four or five weeks before we got sick of it. But but it was uh, we were it was kind of cool to be proud to actually cook a meal. And like we divide it up into teams. And it's, it's fun. A, right? Yeah, it's fun. It, it was. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun. That's, it's hard. It was hard to stay disciplined on it because, you know, everybody's got different schedules and stuff. But. But I think you're onto something here for sure. You know what, also, I
1: I wanted to just add into, you know, just in addition to, you know, the nutrition education and the food piece, you know, the other piece that we learned from these kids because we did do a little bit of a focus group with them the next day with these girls. And we learned, you need to think about it, when they're setting up their apartment, what do they even buy for their apartment? Like, how do they set up their space? You know, these are, again, we're thinking of, we assume that these – skills in the you know whether it's cooking nutrition or how to do this is we're going to know but they've never done it before so when they have to get their apartment what are the you know pots and pans uh, they need a pot they need a pan they need knives Mm -hmm. you know they need cooking sheets right they need measuring spoons like what do they need and how are they going to use these tools so it it even goes further deeper than just teaching them the culinary and the nutrition it's like just getting their head around their own independent. How are they gonna fooch, you know, so, food, food shop. shop. Right.
0: Right. It, it, which yeah, right, which is hard. Yeah, which is hard. When you're first doing it, I remember I thought it would be so easy and then it, it's it's weird. I went with my col- my college roommates and we're going, and we wanted everything. We're like, we want rich crackers. Yeah, of course yeah, we want sure. rich crackers. We also want this. We want American cheese. We want four kinds of cheese, of course. Yeah. Um, but so, Mona, maybe you'll answer this question just to put a a little bit finer point on cook you it, the, the, I get the concept what it will be in practice is you were telling me before, like there will be a website with videos, with training videos. And then. Also, but th- as far as the community goes, are you saying you actually kind of want to make it into a network where people can share information, like yeah, on the po- Facebook page yeah, and things like that? potentially.
2: I almost see it as, Ready Jill, a vlog. We actually went online. <laughs> we um, practiced how to say <laughs> that word. <laughs> I, I used to call it a vlog. No, 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 Mona, get up to date. <laughs> yeah, a vlog. we Vlog. Um, yeah. You got to know
0: your blog from your vlog. Yeah. Your blog yeah. from your vlog. Yeah. Yeah. To create
2: vlogs. We vlog, practice vlogs. Yes, vlog. <laughs> how are you, vlog? <laughs> um, to create vlogs, to create a store. So when kids are emerging on being independent, what should they buy? We'll have it all set up for them. I mean, a one-stop, a one-stop shop, you know, so,
0: but it's sorry to c- keep interrupting, but you're talking about products you're going to recommend or products that are your, you, they're going to be your products, cook you um, products or, or well, maybe at
2: first we'll be products that we will recommend and then potentially maybe branded if we're big enough. Um, so now, if
0: I understand it correctly, the, cause some of our podcasters take advantage of, um, I think it's okay to talk about this as a business thing. Amazon um, prime, you no, know, but the Amazon uh, affinity programs, yeah. I think they call mm-hmm. them, right? So in other words, if they get the recommendation from you and go to Amazon, then you can earn money off of that recommendation, Correct. which Correct. you deserve. You're the ones yes. who, you know, directed people yeah. to the product. Yeah. So We,
2: we want to simplify. I think that's the big thing. We just, even when I make cooking classes or that, we just want to make it simple from like when you move into an apartment, this is what you should get. When you move in, when you're ready to buy spices, that's like a big thing. Like, what do I do as far as spices are concerned? Here are the four or five spices you should have in your apartment. Here, you want... Um, uh, yeah, setting up t- your kitchen. Setting, like, up, in setting in addition up your In appliances,
1: but what are the basic yeah. staples?
2: If I get an appliance, which appliances should I get? Of course, get like a you know, personal blender for smoothies and maybe a food processor or whatever. Or like, what do I really need and what would it be good for? The other thing we want to teach them, and Jill and I were just talking about this, was creating maybe weekly shopping lists for these kids to say like, okay, here are the 10 things that you should buy in your store. And maybe on Sunday night, do like a prep night and then maybe give them three recipes for the week that they can make and prep and do and something simple and easy. But it doesn't always have to be homemade stuff because the, real, the realistic thing is kids have exams and they have things to do and all that. So it might be simple things like, get yourself a rotisserie chicken at the supermarket and I'll give you three different ways that you can make it into Mm. a meal in five minutes and you can kind of get it done. We understand the reality. No one's going to be a master chef when they're in college. Maybe when they get out of college, they may want to cook, but there's probably not enough time. But I do think the whole aspect of taking the time, thinking about what you're eating, kind of figuring out how to prep a quick meal will A, make you healthier, B, slow you down a little bit, and see, just make you me re- more mindful.
0: So we, uh, pardon me, ladies, I have to take a break here just for a sec. Where uh, we still got some time left with Mona and Jill. So the name of the project is Cook You, and you can find them on Instagram at the underscore cook underscore you. That's the letter U at the underscore cook underscore you, or on Facebook at the Cook You. Do we have to do the capitals or? I do They'll so. find it. You'll find it. So. The Cook You. Let me take a quick break to tell you about another podcast that we feature here on pod617.com. It's called Are You Not Entertained, featuring Eddie Nathanson of Red Pill Talent. Jill, you know Eddie Nathanson. He, oh, was, he I went do. to camp of course with us as well. Well, you gotta yeah. li- You got to listen to his podcast. All episodes appear on pod617.com, the Boston Podcast Network. And again, we have studios here in Westwood if you'd like your own podcast check us out on the website but back to Eddie's show he talks to some of the best experts in employer branding across the country companies need talent Ed finds out how to stand out in this crowded field and attract the right people but he also has a crazy amount of fun blasting you with pop culture from Spider-Man to Seinfeld from Tom Brady to Bobby Brady from Terminator 2 to Tupac Shakur rest in peace Tupac subscribe share and consume this delicious pod are you not entertained pod 617.com the Boston podcast network in pod we trust right Jill I can make fun of Jill because she's <laughs> nodding she's, and, <laughs> and she's blushing a little bit. Cause I'm, I am, yes. Because I'm being good. Because we're,
1: we're, old, we're old
0: friends. So what, yeah, what else do people need to know about... Uh, cook you actually i mean if people right right now well if people are like i love this idea like how can i participate get involved you know maybe even throw you guys some money to get your help help get your project off the ground yeah so, so wish how can they get in touch with you
2: so we just started our facebook page this morning happy birthday to today us. Yay. Yay. Happy birthday. so to one of the Korea. things
1: mona <laughs> oh you know, yeah mona and i've been saying is you know we we wanted to come on this podcast today because we want you to be part
2: of the journey we yes. want you to be
1: like as we evolve we want to we want to in- evolve with you yeah no
2: idea is a bad idea yeah. and i think if we create this together with our listeners how cool would that be i mean we have the capability mm-hmm. to do that now so follow us on facebook follow us on instagram if you're interested in investing in with us and join us you know get in touch with us via our facebook or instagram handle we'd love to hear from you um, and, um, if you're a college parent, it's something that we feel your college students should be part of and make sure you follow follow it and have your kids follow it as well. If you're a college student, you should follow it too and come with us on our journey. Cause it's pretty exciting. We're really excited that we're going to really make a difference.
0: We should have you on, there's a podcast we produced here called twin XL, which now do you know why the podcast is called twin XL? Tell us. I do. Jill knows why. Yeah.
1: It's because of the extra long oh sheets yes. mat, right mattresses which everybody needs which everybody needs In and it's right. fresh
0: freshman year typically or whatever yeah. right so In your the dorm it's,
1: room those are the mattresses are all XL
0: so it's a podcast <laughs> for I mean they're experts on this and it's a podcast for parents of the college bound student but Perfect. one topic they so they they cover topics like when the kid comes home you know if the kid hasn't chosen a major, if they're depressed or tired or sleeping all the time or whatever, or if the kid isn't getting enough sleep or whatever. Um, but uh, they haven't covered food yet, which is I, I imagine they'll get to. But I will recommend that they have you guys on the show. We would love it. And the, the cook you cook you um, cooks. <laughs> what do you call <laughs> your <laughs> cook, dig- you cook. <laughs> cook you uh, contestes or something. No, somebody took that. Um I, I just had a thought. So, like, would this be an example of something on Cook You? Like, you know, freshman year, a lot of people will bring, they'll bring microwaves maybe if they're allowed to. Are they allowed to bring microwaves in the dorms? Yes. Yes? Okay. And, and they have, like, a
1: little fridge. You know, they yeah, have, little, like, and, right, have a Right, a mini
0: fridge. We all had that. And a, and a, a mini uh, hot pot, right? Is that what you call it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm confused now because what's the new thing that everybody has? The Instapot? pot. Instapot. No, that's, that's, that's a something pressure different. cooker. No, it's different. Yeah. But you have like my roommate had a hot pot, and so but he would use it for um, uh, like Chef Boyardee ravioli, you know. And then there was one kid on our on our freshman floor that was a revolutionary. He said, "Guys, you're not going to believe this. I figured out how to make hot dogs in the in the hot pot." We were all like, "Yeah, that's
2: <laughs> oh great. my god!"
0: But is it possible? I, it, I suppose it certainly is to make healthy things in one of those devices, right? And
2: not in a hot pot. But no, nothing, nothing healthy at all. There's healthy things. Well, it's more of like an instant kettle. So um, I view this, you put liquid things in there. So there's healthier soups. Soups, yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna say soups. I'm soups a healthy, soup. To yeah. a healthy yeah. soup you yeah. could put in there or a healthy collagen broth you could put in there or um, potentially a very light sauce. But, you know, the microwave can definitely be your friend and you can actually make, you oh, know, That's good.
0: So you guys aren't anti-microwave. No. There are plenty of good things you can make. No, and, a, and again,
1: no. like I think Mona said before, there's a reality, you know, to, um, you know, these college students and, you know, frozen, f- frozen meals, frozen foods... Um, We want to talk about that and show them how to you know navigate some of that and find better you know better choices. Yeah.
2: So there are decent frozen foods. Yeah, well, frozen vegetables and frozen fruits are sometimes even better than that you can get fresh because they're freshly picked and then flash frozen. And you don't
1: and you and you know uh, another concern of you know college student well all of us is you know budget right I mean they're again now budgeting on their own they have to pay for this they're cooking for one so that leads into waste right you know how do they don't waste food. And so frozen vegetables might be a better option.
2: Yeah, because you can take your serving and put the rest in the freezer. I mean, the other, yeah. yeah. Because when you're buying fresh fruits and vegetables, one of the strategies that I teach is to always get fruits and vegetables that come in pieces so that you're not cutting something and then it just kind of goes to waste. I just read an article- like, watermelon. Like avoc- <laughs> avocado is a big okay. one. Like yeah. kids love avocados. But, you know, you cut it, and then it's like, ugh, it's brown and green the next year. But actually, yeah. one thing you can do, you can slice the whole thing up and put it in a bag and put it in the freezer. But that's there a little go. tip of Cook You that we can teach kids. So. Yeah. Same I, with bananas, too. I tend
0: to buy uh, frozen mm-hmm. vegetables, like, to just keep it basic, like the, the uh, broccoli florets, right? And, right. you know, you microwave those up, little little salt and pepper, and then about Delish. about uh, 12 ounces of melted cheese on there for me. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Well, sometimes, you know, every cheese makes everything better. Um, So cook you again, online, they'll be online. So so there will be a dedicated, uh, are you going to do like much of this through the Facebook page or will there be a dedicated website at some point? There will be a website. We
2: haven't, we're in the process of construction of that now, but we just wanted to get people kind of excited about it and people who are interested in learning more or want to kind of help us on our journey to and we're so excited because it's our birthday today. We're celebrating.
1: Happy this, is the, birthday. this is like, yeah, kind of the, yep. the launch. I mean, we've done a lot of work up until this point, and we've gotten so much, you know, positive yep. feedback right. that people just seem to, Dave, people just seem to light up when we talk about it.
2: Today is our birthday. Yeah,
0: there you go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I think
1: it's, it's like a missing, it's like a hidden, it, it's like this untapped, unspoken right. need A life skill, right? A life skill that hasn't really been taught. And it's not not a parent's fault by any means. It's because life is complicated and life is busy. Well,
0: they got so much on there. I mean, my son, you know, my son Griffin Jill is a senior now. And so he just, he got into, uh, he's one for one in terms of college, as he heard from University of Pittsburgh, he got in. So we know he's going at least somewhere. Yes. Awesome. Um, but, But, I mean, it's such a stressful time, you know, leading up to college. And then when you're you know, I remember I was looking forward to college like crazy. I mean, I went to boring Milton Academy for high school. I was, Oh, sorry, Milton. Um, (laughs) but, um, but there was so much on your mind other than eating, right? I mean, there's so much, there's so much on your mind. There's, you know, the classes and who are you going to meet? Are you going to fit in? Are you going to pledge a a sorority or a fraternity? And, and, you know, the last thing on your mind, and then they're, they're, let's be honest, they're thinking about, drinking so well that will i guess that's kind of separate and apart from what you guys do but if they eat properly maybe right. they, they won't drink as much or something and I, and I think, you know uh, they, I mean. yeah
2: and i think a lot of parents have been working and they really haven't spent the time to teach their kids how to cook proper or just how to prepare stuff i'm one of these anomaly parents who because of what yeah. i do for a living both my kids uh, went to college knowing, feeling comfortable, comfortable in the kitchen, knowing how to cook. I tell my son, he's like a chick magnet because mm-hmm. he makes these incredible meals. And oh, invites. see, that's, yeah, that's now the, you're talking, now you that's the, right? how you guys, market it. That's how you get the guys. So chicken, all your college the boys, boys yeah.
0: The college boys. Don't <laughs> <laughs> spend in time in the gym, spend time in your kitchen <laughs> learning how to cook and then invite the girls yeah. over. Yeah. My goodness. He's a rock star. Genius. Right? But
1: I do think it's, uh, Moan. I, I think, you know, your kids, right, you were focused on it and that was what your passion. And it your, was fun. And it was fun and your kids got that but truth truth is I don't think a lot you know a lot of kids are are getting that no. and, and Dave and you made a really good point too it's the pretty much the last thing on the list but one of the f- it might be the last thing on the list but one of the first things on the list is the girls in the sorority they do want to be they want healthy them. they want the, the thing is yeah, they, they might they, that, yeah. they, they want it even though they're scared it's hard they're busy. They did crave it because they do want to be healthy. Oh, and yeah. believe me,
0: the boys want to be ripped. I mean, it was right. all—it was true. all the girls
2: want to look good. To, I mean, yeah, it's, it was, it's a life skill.
0: Yeah, right? the boys were all. like, And what the boys did, and I didn't realize at the time, is you could spend all the time you want lifting weights. Like we had a weight set in the in the basement of fraternity, and it was like, how much can you bench? How much can you bench? And I did that, and so you know that working out is better than not working out. But I certainly wasn't eating right. And yeah. what people don't realize, if you want to change your body and be healthier, it's, it's... You have to eat the right food. Yeah, it's, 90, that's for, that's 90%, like... It,
1: 90%? It,
0: yeah, I was about to diet, say 80. Yeah, I was about yeah, to say 80. 90%, 80, but, 90% but, diet. Right. So, I mean, heck, if you could skip the working out. If you ate right, you'd still look better and, and feel better. That's and so, right. Yeah, and these kids, I mean, yeah, think of what they're doing to their body. I mean, let's, like I said, let's be honest. They're, they're going to drink more than they've drank in the past. It's always going to be available to them. It occurs to me that it's kind of cool that you've got... You create the sense of community. You get people together that want to cook. You know, I'd, I'd like to know that. Well, first of all, my, my son doesn't even drink. I mean, maybe he will when he gets to college. But it, I'd like to think that it's a cool thing for people to go to, like, get together, cook. I'd rather have my, one of my kid eating a, a meal that he was proud of first. And then I know he's going to go out and drink later. Maybe not my kid, but some hypothetical kid, right? But it gives him an excuse to get together for something other than just, hey, where's the keg? Right, right. right. You know? and,
2: and it doesn't, you know, when... When sometimes when you mention to either an adult or a child, the word cook, it gets, it's very intimidating because it, you feel this like visceral feeling of, oh my God, I have to go to the supermarket. I have to get so many ingredients. I have to do this, but you don't have to do that. I mean, there's ways semi-homemade, I like calling semi-homemade yeah. ways of doing things where it's cooking but it's not really it's just gathering ingredients and throwing them in a pot and that's what we really want to teach that take the intimidation out of it and making right. it really simple and easy
1: it, just one thing even like you know sydney it's just it's funny I, I i know i keep referencing Sydney, but she has so many funny things she said mom i just figured out marinades <laughs> like, i didn't even know right she's like i've been this whole semester she's been like baking chicken grilling chicken she's like i just came across the idea of marinades but wouldn't it be nice to know how to make, you know, different marinades right. for different flavors. And it was like a whole new world for her. But she didn't even, again, yeah, this is basic. Thought, she didn't even know that. Right,
2: <laughs> she right. thought
0: marinade was a character on the TV show oh, Jersey Shore. DJ yeah. you know, yeah. marinade. <laughs> no, right. and with
2: my daughter, she went to IU. My daughter was like, she had, Mom, there's this cl- chili cook-off. And if I win, I get, like, a prize. So, nice. you know, I gave her the recipe for the chili. And she goes, oh, this isn't really hard. I go, go for it. And she actually gave it to her, perf- you know, professor whatever. And they go, we won, Mom so yep. that kind of started the whole
0: aspect that's for That's good, because chili can fun. be healthy, right? Chili's very yeah. healthy.
2: is yeah. very – all that Mexican stuff, chili, salsa, that's all very healthy
0: for you. My it. college roommate has, he lives in West Hartford, and on his block, he does a chili cook-off every year. And every year so I, I go good. down for it. And people really get into it. It's fun. Oh, you, there, it's fun. There are so many different ways to do it, like, you know. Somebody made Willy Wonka chili and the secret ingredient was a little bit of chocolate in Coke there. Powder, it's cool. Right? Yeah.
1: Maybe yeah. we could have a chili, chili
0: cook off. There we go. Cook right? you.
2: Chili cook, cook
1: you.
0: Chili yeah. cook That's you. what
1: I'm saying. We want to, you know, we make realize fun. we want to make, yeah, you got to make it fun. Yeah. Right? yeah. Our audience is, you know, about fun. Mm-hmm. You got to make it fun.
0: All right. Well, cool. Well, again, we're going to put all the information in the show notes about cook you. So you don't have to listen to me blab about it. Or if you're watching on the Adore app where your podcasts come to life, uh, let me explain that, folks. Go to the App Store. Do yourself a favor if you like bells and whistles. Download the Adore app. It's a new way to listen to podcasts. There are partners. And when you're actually watching the podcast on your phone, that you'll see images, you'll see pictures of Mona and Jill. Maybe we'll put some pictures of some delicious chili, or even a, a link to a recipe. I'll tell you
2: what; I'll put my chili recipe. Well,
0: you're on. We will put. We'll put it. We'll put it right on there, Woo-hoo! and there'll be links to and all the info for Instagram and Facebook and how to find Jill and Mona and cook you. So I hope you guys had fun. You oh,
1: fun? Dave, this was fun. Yeah, yes.
0: thank yeah. you. Yeah. for Super fun. giving
2: us this great opportunity. This is yeah. just thank the you, beginning
0: Dave. for you guys, yes. and so come back and report in months down the road when you're taking over the the cooking landscape for all those college students no more chili dogs and cheese steaks and well occasionally but learn how to cook (laughs) kids (laughs) check out cook you Mona, Jill, thanks so much for being Thank here. You. It was, Thank you, it was, Dave. It was so much fun on the Boston Podcast, which, again, we produce out of our Westwood Studios. Pod617.com is where you go. If you're interested in your own podcast, you could be the next big podcast star. Who knows, guys? On behalf of Jill and Mona, my name is Dave. I'm just a guy from Boston. But if you're not from Boston, you must be the other guy. Enjoy the other day. Enjoy the other day. Enjoy today. Enjoy all today's. See you later.